The following audio is via a Skype call. Then a toast, my love, my dearies, to our Merry Christmas. God bless us. God bless us. God bless us, everyone. GIF, it's Manson Mitchell with Gary Manson, Suzanne Mitchell. A double shot of good conversation with great guests to jumpstart your weekend. Manson Mitchell, you're on the air. Thank you, Eric Kramer. Seasons, greetings, happy holidays, Merry Christmas, everyone. I'm Gary Mance. Ho, ho, ho. That would be Suzanne Mitchell. <laughs> I'm Suzanne Mitchell. Very nice. And we have bad boy Benny Mathers. He's hanging the stockings with care and the mistletoe, too. Benny, how are you this holiday season? Boy, I really hope so. I mean, earlier, I wasn't hanging everything so with so much care. I was kind of dropping a few things, a little miscommunication. But we're good now. We're good now. Well, that's good. I mean, yeah. you need to put those stockings up with uh, big uh, roofing nails. Make sure they stay up. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No more scotch tape. Yeah. No. Two-inch uh -huh. roof and throw in a four-inch nail, right? Is that how it works? <laughs> yeah, that's how it works. We are so delighted to have Carol Bromley back. This is, I think, number this six. This is her eighth visit today, six of them at Christmas time. So She's our sixth Christmas Carol. Sixth Christmas Carol. And then we had her a couple of odd times during the year, once in the spring and once in the summertime. But she is one of our favorite people to have at Christmas time. And I know you like to call her the Christmas Carol. When I hear her speak, it reminds me of Tim Cratchit and Figgy Pudding. And you'll know why. I'm going to give her her mad props and let's bring her on. Carol Bromley is a psychic medium who began hearing voices of the departed at the age of six. Today, she is a past life therapist, a holistic therapist, a tarot consultor, and a Reiki master teacher. Her book, The Living Spirit, One Woman's Battle Amongst Ghosts, Spirits, and the Living, is a true account of her experiences with ghosts and communications from spirit. Joining us from London today, hence the Tim Cratchit and Figgy Pudding reference, is Carol Bromley. Welcome to Manson Mitchell for time number eight, Carol. Hello, my darlings. Uh, lots of love from London here, you know, and it's good to be invited back again. And I want to thank you guys so much because you do a really fantastic and fabulous job of ruling the airways but i must say i've had another book since that last one you just mentioned there and i want to say hello and welcome merry christmas happy holidays to all your lovely callers and listeners who are joining us tonight as well oh thank you carol so much is it just me or is somebody preparing fish and chips right now i don't know it's like <laughs> i can smell fish and chips <laughs> now did well, i don't That's you... a good old English food, isn't it? it and actually, is. the English are known for having fish and chips on a Friday, darling. Oh, oh, I didn't know that. Good. You know what? Yeah. We did, too. I grew up Catholic, and before everything got changed in the, at the Vatican, the uh, the rule was... Friday was, was fish day. It was an obligation. You, had, you were not allowed to eat meat. And so we would go to the the place with the tastiest fish and chips where I grew up in Orange County, California, seven miles from Disneyland. And I would enjoy those with some cocktail sauce because it's how I got through Friday as a kid. 
And you're absolutely right. It's, there is tradition behind it, and is, some of that is sacred tradition. Until Vatican II came along, and then all that changed. You can have a cheeseburger <laughs> after all. Everything changes, doesn't it? But these days you get lots of ed added extras, like the apps, really, on your phone, isn't it? You get a lot of added apps that you can choose from. But even in your fish and chip shop, you've got a lot lot more choice that you can choose from, like pies, kebabs, mushy peas, curry sauce, you know, egg fried rice, and just everything they sell in the fish and chip shop now. When I heard about fish and chips, I was certain that the chips were potato chips because that's very <laughs> American. So I had to learn the English language as spoken by the English to find out that chips were actually what we call French fries. And the other thing that I had to learn, and I did go to London uh, once in the late 90s, is that we were going to be going out for some biscuits and I was wondering why we were going out for, you know, bread products for, for where we were headed. Turns out biscuits are cookies. Yeah, and, and they so are. I needed a translator to help me between the fish and <laughs> chips and the biscuits. I was, I was all run amok with language. <laughs> yeah, there is a, a slight different meaning in some of our produce. Yes, but we are very happy to have you back because... Oh, good. I'm glad to be here. People understand what it is to communicate and speak with departed loved ones if you are uh, thinking along those lines that life is eternal. It never ends. It seems like when we lay our bodies down, you know, what happens? Do we go into uh, the blackness? Do we go into the void? Do we disappear? What happens? But no. Not according to you, not according to psychic mediums, and not according to a lot of other experts. Let me pick up on what Suzanne just said, Carol, very timely. I participate occasionally in an online forum where people ask questions and provide their considered answers, and there's a bit of debating. <laughs> just the other day, I'm talking about within the last 72 hours, Carol, there was a gentleman who studied at King's College, London, there, and he let it be known in response to somebody's question about, is there really an afterlife? He said, in a binary way, either the consciousness of the individual survives the death of the body or it doesn't. There's no middle path there. I agree with that. But then this gentleman, who seemed to be very well-bred and well-educated, said emphatically, all the evidence of science indicates that consciousness does not survive the death of the body. And I thought, man, did you miss a class at King's College or, or did you, <laughs> what, what is that about to say all? And he was, he was inclusive. He said, all the evidence indicates that the consciousness of human beings does not survive the death of the physical body. Well, that would put someone like you out of business, Carol, um, not really, no, because he's actually King's College, King's College London is actually a medical college, so he's kind of uh, probably still in training. So he may be educated in uh, the body, but he uh, hasn't quite reached the skill sets and skill levels or uh, level of understanding about the consciousness and the afterlife, because the consciousness certainly does exist in the afterlife, or how will we be able to reach into it? And that would be my point. The idea, for example, in near-death experiences, which is a subset of the whole question anyway, 
in near-death experiences, there are people on record who testify that they died on the operating table, their body, their, their, you might say their astral body, their consciousness floated above their bodies, laying there on the table, no pulse, a dying brain, and yet in an extraordinary manner, they were able to hear what doctors and nurses were saying. In one case, a man reported that he was able to describe tools that were hidden under a towel as part of the apparatus there. He saw them remove these surgical pieces of equipment that he wouldn't know as a civilian, wouldn't know the difference between that and a jackhammer there. And yet he described in detail not only what they looked like, but who was using them on his body from that degree of abstraction, watching himself being revived. Now, how would a dying brain be able to manage that? I'd like to know. Uh, would you be talking about Dr. Sam Parnier from Southampton University there? Because he did an exact same experiment and tests with all his patients. Oh, no, this was someone else, an Asian gentleman, as a matter of fact. Ah. But please tell that story. I would like to hear it. No, I'm sure our listeners would. Absolutely, because there's a Dr. Parnier from Southampton University. He's actually uh, been funded now and got his own research centre um, in London somewhere. I, I can't remember where it was because I have a job to keep up with um, a lot of uh, people in the academia. Oh, I, as you know, I was at Brunel University for 15 years, so I was surrounded by academics, professors. I worked with professors. I was surrounded by academics, and a couple of professors uh, uh, helped to endorse my two uh, two books that I've published. So um, if there wasn't something in it, I don't think they would want to put their name to a psychic medium's work, do you? But I believe that Dr. Sam Parnier from Southampton University did exactly the same experiment, exactly the same test with his patients and uh, runs a, a study study centre now uh, somewhere in London, I believe. And with that oh. being the case, he's, he's compiling evidence that scientists, and I believe I'm correct in this, Carol, maybe you've heard something different, but whenever the scientific community in all its phases encounters contrary evidence, they simply call it non-evidence, pseudo evidence or anecdotal <laughs> evidence that doesn't stand the rigorous test of experimentation, even if they don't do their own experiments. And I, I wonder, how is it that we can ever bridge this chasm between those who subscribe to a metaphysical point of view versus those who are rigorously rational and empirical in their own perspective? Well, that's going to be a longer, long uh growing argument because uh, many academics, uh, research and scientists have got their own belief systems, yeah. Um, maybe they follow some sign, uh, uh, some sort of personal religion themselves. So uh, accepting an afterlife would go against their belief system. So it's basically what you believe in to be true yourself. I mean, in my uh, second book, Visitations and Conversations, which came out last Christmas and selling really well, I talked about um, the morgue and uh, messages from the morgue. And I wrote that chapter purely because I had experienced many clients coming to me for a reading whose uh, relatives, family, family, were still sitting in the morgue, still laying in the morgue. I, I uh, should, should be a word I should choose. Uh, laying in the morgue, resting in the morgue there 
while they were sitting with me having a reading and they wanted to know uh, maybe facts about their passing or how they feel now if they're still around them. So if I'm getting information from their relatives from the morgue, then there is a lot more to it than we already know. And I also believe in... Um, I don't know if I've had this, this discussion with you, that if you're in a coma, we can contact patients who, who are in a coma as well through psychic intervention. Now, that's pretty fascinating because that's been a, a topic that I've been curious about. It seems yeah. like you, if you're in a coma, your, your brain is not uh, operating at the usual frequency of beta, uh, maybe not even alpha, but you are in some other frequency of your brain. And so are are you still, I, I guess you're still conscious if, if you're if you're in a coma or your I, consciousness exists somewhere. Is it? Is I, I, yeah, I yeah, totally believe you do. And I totally believe that you could uh, have an out-of-body experience as well. When you're in a coma, I've had uh, clients come to me who, unfortunately, people, uh, relatives that they know or friends that they know have been in comas at the time of them visiting me. And yet I still manage to get the information and uh, the time and date of when the support system of their family or friend who was in a coma was going to be shut down so I believe there's some sort of connection there when when you are doing a, a um, getting a message from somebody who's in a coma what kind of realm are you in at that point if they are do not seem to be do not seem to be in this realm where you can speak to them where do you, know, do you know, it's like me stepping on a bus and not knowing where I'm going because I'm hopeless with public transport. So I'd probably be the same in not finding what realm I was on when I was talking to people, whether they're in the spirit world or in a coma. All I know is that I'm able to function at a higher level. Okay. So, but, but it's not, it's not, they're not here, but they, they do exist somewhere. Yes. It's the a, consciousness yeah. exists somewhere. Absolutely. It is the consciousness that does exist. And it, the consciousness is driven and directed by uh, the soul who is within that consciousness. Okay. But one of the things that I've heard is that when people are in comas, that you can still speak with them and, you know, tell them you're there, you know, I'm here and I'm in the room and you know, I'm I'm hoping that you're going to get better. I'm hoping you're going to come back, uh, and then maybe tell stories. You know, remember the time that we did this or that. And and my my understanding or what I have heard is that even people in a coma, even though they don't hear it with their ears, they somehow get the message if you're there visiting them while they're in a coma, and and communicating with them either orally or telepathically that they're they're getting that message does that ring true for you why well, I believe so I believe it is totally true I believe that um, uh, uh, comatized people can uh, hear and sense 
things around them or close to them, but yet they're not able to give a sign to say that they can see you, they can hear you, you know. And uh, many people thankfully come out of comas many years later, whether it's a decade, two decades later, um, they will come out and they will uh, confess or uh, acknowledge to having heard everything that people said and did. That's that's amazing. Absolutely amazing to me, especially when it comes to what is presumed to be a dying brain, which would signify vastly reduced functionality rather than extraordinary ability. I don't know oh, yeah. what science, the world of science would have to say about that. How would you account for that? Aren't you supposed to be shutting down? It doesn't make sense to me. I, I I don't know. It's it's a every life has got a time span on it. So I wouldn't know at what point the brain actually physically shuts down. And it's something that perhaps more research would need to be be done on, to be honest with you. Um, but if somebody is able to commute with some uh, communicate with somebody in a coma, I get answers, then maybe we can find a way to heal that person or develop research a little bit further down the line. Well said, Carol. I want to let our listeners know around the world, and I think we have some proper Brits listening today as well. Oh, yeah. I, want to, I want to put this out to everyone. Everyone. Carol Bromley has, as she does every Christmas with Manson Mitchell, graciously consented to offer you messages with the extremely able assistance of her guide, Hannah. Hannah, who was a nurse in the Crimean War way back when. And Hannah has provided information through the good offices of Carol Bromley to me. And she has done it in a way that I find extraordinary for its accuracy and helpfulness. We would like to make this a Christmas gift to you who choose to call in. Suzanne's going to give the numbers and repeat them. Please give us a call. We're going to take our break a bit early so that we can have maximum time for Carol Bromley to do her work. This is high quality mediumship. As high as High Street in London, this is a big deal. And we no are pressure. Only <laughs> and, we, and we are only too happy in a loving spirit, <laughs> a festive spirit, like a popper at the dinner table at Christmas. We're I ain't doing no it. carol singing, that's for sure. Okay, <laughs> we have that on record now. <laughs> um, yes, so we're going to offer this to you if you will call the numbers that Suzanne will give you now. Jump on those lines if they're filled when someone drops off after they get a message. Call because maybe it's your turn. Suzanne? From anywhere, you can call area code 425-373-5527. That's area code 425-373-5527. If you're in Western Washington, there's additionally a toll-free number at 1-888-298-5569. 888-298-5569. So there's a couple numbers to call in on. We're going to take a brief break, and when we come back, Carol Bromley will be taking your calls and seeing uh, what's up for you. So stay with us, and thank you. Happy holidays. You're listening to Manson Mitchell on Alternative Talk AM 1150. The preceding audio was via a Skype call. Staying connected with Gary Mance and Suzanne Mitchell is easy. Just go to mansonmitchell.com for the latest info on topics and guests. 
Friend Gary Mance and Suzanne Mitchell on their Facebook pages and like the Mance and Mitchell show page at facebook.com slash Mance and Mitchell. If you're on Twitter, share a follow with Gary and Suzanne at Mance Mitchell. Join Gary and Suzanne Friday and Saturday mornings at 10 a.m. for an unusual show that covers everything from personal growth to the paranormal. Here's an amazing act. Here's a tremendous act. Here's a startling act. The amazing, the thrilling, the greatest, spectacular, incredible, exciting, wonderful, world fame, most unusual novelty act. The home of the A-Team of Alternative Talk is ManceAndMitchell.com. Heard right here on Alternative Talk 1150 AM or streaming live from your computer anywhere. On Friday, Manson Mitchell, we welcome Carol Bromley, psychic medium from London. She's our Christmas Carol, making her annual visit to give spirit messages. On Saturday, we are live with an hour of Christmas music to put you in the holiday mood. Great guests bringing you fascinating talk and occasionally music since 2007. We are Manson Mitchell, Friday and Saturday mornings at 10 on Alternative Talk, AM 1150. Talk radio with a purpose. Alternative Talk 1150. Welcome back to Manson Mitchell and our special guest this hour, Carol Bromley from London. Yay! Yay! (laughs) Carol, if people want to get in touch with you, I know what your website is. I'd like you to mention both of your books again that people can get and your website and any other way that people can connect with you, maybe through social media and uh, tell people um, how they can find out more about Carol Bromley. And by the way, Carol is with an E, C-A-R-O-L-E, B-R-O-M-L-E-Y. Carol Bromley, hold forth. Tell us how people can connect. Uh, of course I will. Um, uh, obviously, I want to get to know people better as well. So you, you can contact me through my website, which is www dot carolbromley.com um, and I have a lot of my events on there as well but because I do my own website myself I am very self-independent I do everything myself um, I haven't put any shows up there for next year yet even though I've been booked so that's something I'll have to do over the holiday period or on Facebook Carol Bromley Psychic Medium or my books uh, The Living Spirit One Woman's Battle Amongst Ghost Spirits and the Living and Visitations and Conversations are available on Amazon there and Visitations and uh, Conversations is available on Kindle as well um, which is great. So uh, if you don't want to buy a book, you can download it and read it from a, a PDA or something. So there are ways that you can contact me. All right. And I want to go over those two books one more time. One book is called The Living Spirit, One Woman's Battle Amongst Ghosts, Spirits, and the Living, and a true account of your experiences. The second book is Visitations and Conversations. Do I have that right, Carol? Absolutely. Thank you, Suzanne. Okay. What's your weather like in London today? It's bloody raining. Oh, my God, it's been so cold. The rain ain't stopped raining it's almost like there's a lot of tears coming down from heaven this time of year and i don't blame them because i know that a lot of spirit want to be reuniting with some of us down here if not all of us that's right well we have some callers waiting to talk to you and i want to remind people that the spirit world can contact carol bromley but she can't call them up 
So you just have to see who it is that shows up for you. You can't really pick and choose who it, who it is that might show up. Do I have that right, Carol? That is absolutely right. It's not down to me. It's down to whoever wants to step forward and have a conversation with the caller this evening. So it's down okay. to them who wants to visit who and talk to who about what. I don't know. But the way that I do work, I mean, I know mediums, psychic mediums all work differently, uh, but I do work work with names, dates, months and years. And that means birthdays, anniversaries and passings, dates that are significant. I'm also a psychic seer and I'm very, very good at seeing into the future. And a lot of my um, mothers, pregnant mothers will tell you that because over the years, I've been able to predict who's pregnant, even when they didn't know they were pregnant, I've been able to tell them they were pregnant and what date their baby would be due, what time and maybe how much it weighed even. So, um, yeah, I'm quite good at seeing into the future. So that's well, how I work. Very, very good. Our first caller is uh, Anne, and she's calling us from Walla Walla, Washington. Have you ever heard of that before, Carol? Walla Walla? Walla Walla? No, it sounds a little bit like, Austro it sounds like a bit of Australian, like Wally or something like that. Yeah, it could. <laughs> it could. <laughs> Do you know what? I am, getting, I heard I am that. so getting into the spirit tonight. You know, I'm yes. really getting into the spirit of it. Yeah. But, and in um, fact, Walla Walla onions are famous yes. internationally. Never so, heard of them. <laughs> Anne from Walla Walla, yeah. say hello to Carol Bromley. Hello, Carol. Hello, Gary and hello. Suzanne as well. I think well, spirit has a sense of humor. A spirit has Merry a sense Christmas. of humor putting me in Walla Walla. <laughs> walla Walla. It sounds like a bit like a hula hula dance as well, doesn't it? <laughs> hey. <Yes. laughs> uh, I'm not going to do any karaoke, so don't get me singing, will you? Okay. Yeah, but you're doing all right, are you, Anne? Yes, I am. I'm doing, I feel like I'm coming into 2020 with some pretty big transitions and some yeah. changes. Um, yeah, looking, uh, um, I, I, um, thank, thank you for phoning in and connecting with me because I, as, as I connect to your uh, voice sound, I do see your spirits raising next year as we move into not just 2020, but I feel like the changes in you have already started to happen. And I want to say that those changes you created and manifested in the month of November, because I get November as being very significant to you, yeah? But I want to connect to a female figure and the month of March as being significant and important. I also want to connect to number 20, 20 years or 20 in a number or a phone number even as being important. But as I connect to the female figure who uh, steps forward to you um, uh, with uh, acknowledgement of the month of March. I do feel like it's a, a really senior mother figure who wants to bring her love to you, yeah? And she says that you're not one to stand still, she said. It, but having said that, it's almost like she wants to say, you can write off this year as being total, uh, not wasted, but like an experience to uh, man for you to manifest better things for yourselves to come because you haven't been giving yourself uh, the pat on the back or the responsibility or the exciting excitement that you really needed because you've been spending too much time with everybody else and for everybody else as well. Yeah. All right. She also makes me feel, I want to say that music and I'm hearing 
uh, classical uh, classical music as being played and important to you. And I also feel like meditations would be something that you may be getting involved with or experiencing yourself for next year as well, Anne. Okay, wonderful. Thank you so much. But Any... I would say keep, keep hold of those energies because they are going to bring a lot into next year for you. I also see that your circle of friends will be enhanced and changing in the month of June for you as well there. Yeah, okay. But I also, um, as I talk to you, I also feel, um, uh, I just feel that um, I've got a problem with my breathing with this lady who stepped forward as well. And um, she makes me want to say to you though, Anne, that um, you need to take a deep breath yourself at times, yeah, okay? Okay. And I just I just wish you a really Merry Christmas, a Happy New Year, Happy Holiday. Take time out for yourself as well and look at the changes that are coming to you and go for them. Stop passing on the opportunities there. All right. Thank you so very much. Wonderful wisdom. My Thank you, Anne. Thank you. Thank you, Anne. Very good. Lead off caller. Absolutely excellent. That's right so there. inspiring. And I think people uh, near, need to hear inspiration today because it has, in uh, your country as well as mine, been all doom and gloom, all doom and gloom. And if spirit are giving me something uh, to uh, trans uh, transmit, translate, or pass on to people who that they care about and that they love to raise their own spirits, then I'm going to do that this Christmas. Excellent. Once again, the numbers are 425-373-5527. In Western Washington, give us a call toll-free at 1-888-298-5569. We have Louise calling from Bellevue. Louise, say hello to Carol Bromley. Oh, yes. This is Louise, and, and hello, Carol. I am so uh, grateful to have this experience to connect with you. Hello, my darling. Thank you for taking the time and trouble to uh, call in and have a conversation with us all here, you know, because as I've been talking to you, I'm aware of a lovely gentleman, a lovely tall gentleman. I do feel he may have been quite dapper in his days as he steps forward to have a conversation with you here, Louise. And all right. He, he talks to me. He um, has given me three months. He's given me the month of July, the month of August, the month of October as being significant. He gives me the number seven, the number nine, and the number 27 as being important uh, to you, to him, or to people close to you, or people around you. Remember, when I give you these messages, it may not all be about you. It may be about the people close to you or around you there. Yeah, okay. But he does make me feel like you have had some... Uh, any Moments of sadness the first quarter of this year. It's almost like he wants to say, you didn't pick yourself up then, but you've done a good job of picking yourself up now, darling, yeah? Is that okay? And he also makes me feel like the birds, the bees, and uh, garden trees, uh, nature is important to you. And if you ain't got a fairy, a fairy garden at the bottom of your garden somewhere... Um, a what? Or in your <laughs> fairy garden... Fairy? I have a fairy garden? <laughs> yeah. Oh. <laughs> If you haven't got a fairy garden at the bottom of your garden, you need to get one, he says, because your wishes now start needing, you need to start manifest, manifesting your wishes now because you've got some top-notch wishes, top-notch wishes, he's saying, uh, uh, 
three goals that you want to aim for as we move over into 2020. But he says he's going to be there with you uh, every step of the way. And as he talks about being every step of the way, he also makes me feel like my knee or my leg. I had a problem in my knee or my leg, or he's talking about the knee or the leg problem there as well. Yeah. He also talks about three children. Yes. As being significant and important. And he says he's watching over every single one of them. Yeah. He's watching over every single one of them. Okay. And he also mentions Boston as being a place of importance. Uh, what I, what is past, that? Everyone uh, is important. What? Boston uh, is a place of importance. Importance. Either in the past, the present, or even in the future. There. Okay. Um, Okay, all right. And he also makes me feel like the medical field is an important structure of study for somebody close to you or somebody around you there. Yeah. yeah. Because he sees, uh, he, he's showing me a graduation hat and throwing it in the air. So he wants to say congratulations for the studies and the hard work that's gone into all that, he's saying. Yeah, okay. Yes, but yes, he's also yes. saying that there will be uh, a bonus, an increase in, in your finances next year as well. Yeah, but he also talks about estates and property and investment as being important to the family, uh, a family highloom or family as well there. Okay, so Louise, I I want to say thank you very much my darling i know we've got many more callers who are yes, waiting yes, to come yes. in on the line but yes, you is, know, is my son who's passed at nearby um your son um you don't have to give me his name Nardi. i'm just asking the elderly gentleman the father figure who's standing uh coming here standing here if he has your son over there yeah okay and as he as I feel those energies stepping forward, I do feel a heaviness on the chest here um, as your son steps forward. I feel a heaviness on the chest there, yeah? And I feel that um, I need to say to you, uh, let it go. Don't break your heart, yeah? Let it go. Don't break your heart because the love is complete in each and every one of our hearts there, Louise. Good. Yeah? Okay. Good. All right, darling. Yes. But don't you worry, okay? You. The love love your combined love will never make a broken heart that's right. what your son wants that's All what right. your son Thank i hear telling you yeah a Thank beautiful you so message you're welcome my darling happy holidays and keep smiling all right all right thank okay. you okay you're thank welcome you Louise, thank you so much for calling. I also want to just mention, and, and Carol, you don't need to slow down. However, you talk a little fast. And so oh what, I want, what I want to say to our, because I know the information is coming to you at a very rapid rate. Oh my God, yeah, I don't stop once they start right. having the conversation. And so all I want to mention to the people who have called in, Anne and Louise and the, and the callers that we will have, is they can hear their message from you once more in the archives. And the archives are on the station's website, 1150kknw.com. You, you click on uh, podcasts, and then it shows uh, Manson Mitchell, and, and click on where it says Carol Bromley, and you can hear the show over again. And that should be in the podcast, I would say, by the end of tomorrow night, probably by the by Sunday or, or Saturday or Sunday. It will be in the uh, podcasts and in the archives. So I just wanted to mention that people can hear this again and, and really get all the information that they want to get from it. So how is that? Is that OK? Yeah, that's perfect. You know, my God. Oh, here I go again. 
I did not realize I was talking. So, oh, so oh flat, sweetie, I, I, I don't want to I, slow you down because we no, got a lot of people, but I, I know it comes to you fast. Exactly, you know, and yes. because so many people are taking the trouble to phone in and join us with our visitations and conversations, I just want to get as many people in as possible. I know, so I do I know. apologize for talking okay. so fast. That's okay. We we accept that. I just wanted to tell people they can listen to it a second time. It's not lost forever. It is available in a podcast. The next caller we have is Lily from Seattle. Lily, say hello to Carol Bromley. Hello, Carol. How are you doing this morning? Hello, Lily, darling. How are you? I love your voice vibration. Well, can I share real quick? I know you have a caller. I'm going to share real quick with you, and then you can go ahead. I have lost nine people in 10 months. In the last 10 months, they've all been men. Um, Several of them have died on a Friday. More than several have died on a Friday. Um, One of them, my boyfriend, passed away. I was in the hospital with him before his passing. I'm speaking fast, too. And he, I spent the night with him, and um, during the night, he got up, not physically, but he got up spiritually and came over to me and started to play with me. And so I said, like, I don't want to play. I'm tired, kind of like that thing. And then I said, if you don't get back in the bed, when your sister-in-law comes in, it's going to freak her out to know that you're up walking around like this. So we went and got back in the bed and put all the little gadgets back on, and that was our last connection before he passed away on a Friday. Oh, okay. That's so sad. I'm sorry to hear that you've lost so many people over there, Lily. Um, uh, But it sounds like your boyfriend, uh, I do feel that uh, there was such a soul connection between you and your boyfriend there. Um, What I get is the month of June, the month of November, the 16th or 16 years, 16th of the month as being important. I also get 33, 33 years as being important, the 24, 24th month or 24 years as being important. But with your boyfriend, I also feel um, a lot of pain in the skin, uh, not just in the skin, but in the stomach area and the chest area as well is where I'm feeling a vibration within your boyfriend there. Yeah, okay. Um, I also uh, feel the name of Jake or Jackie, uh, or it sounds like that, would be significantly important to you as well. But as I talk to you, I'm also aware of a fog or a mist or you feeling like you're walking through fog um, uh, to see your boyfriend. Does that make sense? Well, um, uh, the J, the J, the uh, letter J in the beginning of is his, I mean, Jorge's his name, so he has a J, but it's not Jackie, whatever. And I feel like I'm in a fog period at this point walking in my life. So, you know, that's in general, but go ahead. Okay, all right. But I just see the fog around you, the fog. And I just see you feel like you're on your own or you felt like you were on your own. And you feel, uh, con- you, I just feel like you feel continuously on your your own with this, you know. But I feel like I want to say, um, I, I, I want to feel, I want to say thank you for what you did there. Uh, uh, next to your boyfriend, next to his side. I just want to say thank you, and I feel tons of thanks coming to you there as well. Yeah, um, I feel appreciation, and I feel two hands connected, and I also feel a ring that drops between two fingers as well. I see and feel a ring dropping between two fingers there. So I don't know if there'd been talk of an engagement or marriage later on with both of you, but I feel like uh, things should have and could have been 
been um, a lot lo- lived a lot longer between both of you there, Lily, darling. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Well, anyway, Did I just you... wanted to, <clears throat> want to share that with you. Basically, that was you know something, and uh, when I shared it with people, you know, in general, they're like, they kind of, you know, they get a little bit uncomfortable. But that's it. But that's all I want to share. It's it's your thoughts, it's your feelings and your emotions. Nobody can take that away from you, no matter what people think of you. But I do agree. I'm underneath all of your line. I can't hear you very clearly. Oh, and sorry, my got... You're breaking up, darling. I'm not hearing anything. Yeah, I'm missing. We're gonna, it too. We're gonna need to move on. Let, let, yeah, yeah let's sorry about that, Lily. Move on. I'm sorry. We're grateful, I Lily, for the call though, and for sharing. I yeah. feel better. That so many people would leave her life. That is rough. Well, they're all leaving her behind, but uh, I'm glad that she called into this show yes. because, I mean, that we know that if life is eternal, all those people are still in existence. They're just in another dimension right, right oh, now. So it doesn't absolutely. it doesn't upset us or or bother us. And I know that in the conversation about the passing of somebody who is. Uh, laying down the body and going to uh, another dimension is a very difficult conversation in the United States. People don't want to think about it. They don't want to talk about it. And I have had many a person say to me, I don't want to discuss it. It's like, it's like, how can you not acknowledge what it is that is going to happen to every single person that's here? It, it makes no sense. And so, you know, one of the, the one of the things that we can provide our listeners is a safe place to talk about the passing of their loved ones because we know this is everybody's inevitable end and you want to be mentally uh, in tune with the fact that that's reality. We don't have anybody who lives forever on this side. They'd be pretty old and ugly at several thousand (laughs) years old. <laughs> Absolutely. I want to go back to what you said at the beginning of your show, Suzanne, because I really was listening to you. And uh, your opening conversation was about going into the darkness. And that is something that we absolutely don't do. Uh, we don't go into the darkness at all. We go into the light. We go into a vibration of love and nothing less than what love can give us and we also go uh uh into a vibration where our family and relatives and our friends and even our pets and our animals who have loved us and we have loved come to meet and greet us you know so we're never alone we're never in the dark uh we never feel afraid we feel fulfilled and we feel loved and i think that experience is something to be embraced and enjoyed and something that each and every one of us can sincerely look forward to. And I, I want to sincerely thank Lily for calling today and sharing what she did, because that's very, very amazing to have lost all those people. People, especially in on a 2019. Friday. Yes, yeah. that's, that's just really extraordinary. So thank you, Lily, for sharing that with us. I we can have share... An- yeah, Sorry, I, before you move on, I can share with you that my uh, stepmother, she lost four brothers in one day. She had oh. call after call after call after call as she lost four brothers in one day. So uh, 
nothing is ever guaranteed in this life. Nothing is is uh, planned in this life. And all I can tell people each and every day to each and every single person is be happy, live life, be kind, share your love, share your life with others. Yeah, especially those less fortunate than yourselves. Very, very good. Thank you so much, Carol. Margot is calling from Bellevue. We have our second caller from Bellevue today. Margot, say hello to Carol Bromley. Hi, Carol. Thanks for taking my call. Margot, you're like so welcome. Know. Are you I all right, my darling? like to know how my next, if things are going to be getting better. I've been through a rough bout. You feel left out? You feel alone? No, I've been through uh, a rough a rough bout. Oh, you've been through a rough bout. Yeah. I am so. I. I'm. I am so sorry. I. It, the lines is 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 quite difficult at times to hear you. Even though I've got my headphones on, it's it crack. It's crackling. So I'm hearing something different to what you're talking about. So it is really raining hard in Seattle, by the way. Just to let you well, know, it's been like, raining yeah. hard here in London as well. You know. Oh, it is. Um, what the what the lady wants to know is if she's going to get past this rough patch oh, in her life. Difficulties. Oh my word, my word! It is only temporary, Margot. I promise you, it is only temporary. Each and every one of us goes through temporary phrases in our lives, but it's what we do and how we react to bring ourselves and rise above uh, those periods of darkness that hit us, either when we expect it or when we least expect it. Now, Margot, as I connect to your voice vibration, there, I know it was only for a brief second, but believe me, spirit are ready and. They wanted to come through here yeah okay um i feel babies have been something significant to your life in the past and i also feel babies will be significant to you in the future as well i want to connect to two significant months that i feel are important to you and that would be the month of june and the month of uh, the month of november there i feel i want to connect to the number 10 10 years 10 months as being also important to you and I also want to connect to the month of May as also being uh, a month that would be inspiring or inspirational to you so I want to say to you Margot just hang in there yeah because whatever you're doing today whatever you're feeling today whatever your thoughts and actions are today are your inspiration for May in 2020 that's what I want to say to you I also feel strongly a mother a female uh, relative uh, coming close to you, moving into your energy and moving around your energy as well. And as she moves around you, I feel that she's also got two other younger energies that uh, hang on to her on both her hands as well there, Margot, yeah? Um, I feel that relationships you've experienced throughout the past few years, but especially this past year and maybe the last seven months relationships, uh, you've been unlucky in love with people personally and with uh, relationships with friends and with family as well there, darling. I just say hang on in there, yeah? And I want to say live for yourself. You don't have to try to live for everybody else. Just live for yourself because this is your life, yeah? Make the most of it and know that the lady 
lady, the lovely female energy, the mother figure there helping to guide you, who says that you don't often listen, um, you do things your way a lot, which isn't such a bad thing sometimes, but sometimes it's good to listen to the voice of others who try to bring that inspiration and raise your spirits, darling. Sometimes it's good to listen to others as well there who try to help you. <laughs> Is that okay? <laughs> you're, you're, yes. a, you're, a, you're a wonderful lady, you know, but you can be very stubborn, you know, very stubborn yeah. at times, you know. Yeah, And I don't mind telling you because I tell you what I hear and what I feel. And I just feel that, yeah, your stubbornness can control your thoughts and feelings and your reactions. Yeah, sometimes you've got to break down that wall, yeah, let people in, yeah. So okay. if I phone you up tomorrow and say, come for breakfast with me, if I was in the US of A, I would want you to do that. And I wouldn't want you to put a wall up there saying, I can't come and give me a pile of excuses because I would take you. I would knock on your door, darling, and I would take you there for a coffee myself. I think you ought to go to <laughs> London and have Bubble and Squeak Yay! with Carol Bromley. That would hey. be wonderful. Yeah, it's busy in the Houses of Parliament at the moment, so I can take you there. <laughs> okay. Beautiful. Well, thanks so much for the call today. Merry Thank Christmas, you very much. happy holidays, lots of love to you, Margot. Yeah. And if ever you need a shoulder to cry, I'm getting contact with me because I am here. Okay. Thanks, Carol. Bye, darling. We have one more caller, and I. Do, if you're out there and you think you are supposed to be calling in and you haven't yet called in, I'm going to give out the number one more time. It's four two five three seven three. Five five two seven. We have Cynthia on the line from Issaquah, and Issaquah is a place Gary and I have stayed. We know how beautiful it is. So, hello, Cynthia. Say hello to Carol Bromley. Hi, Carol. Hi. Hello, Thank Cynthia. Thank you guys for taking my call. Yeah, it is beautiful, but it's raining, and I live on the creek, and the water oh, coming God, so far up. <laughs> oh my God, it's raining. Are you in the mountains or something? What? Are you in the mountains or something? <laughs> she's down? in Issaquah. She's near a big mountain, Cougar Mountain. I've no idea where this place is, but I feel like I'm seeing a lot of mountains around you. I've always loved mountains. You've always loved the mountains. And um, I, I, would you have had, would that have been a place where the Native Americans hung out at one point as well? Because I'm seeing lots of Native American Indians running around your town. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I would say there are some spirit guides from Issaquah, yeah. Oh, blessed. I feel like you've got some shamans there and some very powerful healing energies in your town as well. And I feel that some people in your town may also be healers, but don't acknowledge it. Yeah, that that, make, make, that makes sense, isn't it? Okay, all yeah. right. So um, I'm, I'm aware of a gentleman in the spirit world who's stepping forward for you here, Cynthia. He wants to connect to the month of April as being important there. And, and April is the only month that he would really want to connect to at the moment. So I don't know what's going on there or why April would be important to you or significant, but that's the way. And he also connects to number 29 or at the 20. Am I talking too fast here? I do apologise. No. Yeah. I'm no. not getting Go ahead, talk fast, Carol. We've got one more caller. 
oh okay because I thought that was my last one so I'm like rushing here it's like being on a steam train isn't it like you're in express that's the train that I have been on um uh but anyway I want to connect to number 29 the 29th for 29 years as also being important uh important there as well yeah okay I also feel like um I don't know if somebody's bumped their car or wrecked their car but I feel I I want to say I'm seeing a little bit of a car wreck here going on around you as well yeah not with you but we're connected to you with somebody else there but a little bit of a car wreck yeah like almost hitting the bumper to bumper car. I think you call it a fender over there in America we call it a bumper here yeah? that thing on the front and back of your car I just see that being dented in there yeah okay I also see Christmas Eve as being a joyful time for you as well I know it is for many people um but Christmas Eve is a especially joyful time for you because I feel that we'll be also celebrating uh, a pending engagement or even a wedding uh, celebration coming up there as well I see two sons or uh two brothers as being important to you or around you there as well Cynthia yeah um I also feel like I'm seeing a lovely lady sitting in a rocking chair knitting as well so I feel like this lady would be perhaps your grandmother because she wants to uh, uh move foot she moves forward into your energy as well she also gives me a pain on my left shoulder into my back so I don't know if that's something that's been annoying somebody or in the past or the present or if that's something that's going on with somebody around you there Cynthia um but what I would say to you darling is um you're never on your own and I feel like you know that as well you're never on your own because I feel that you know that there's somebody around you at all times and I feel like it's not big brother looking after you or looking out for you know big brother is the eyes in the sky as we say all these satellites I feel like big brother is spirit you've got a lot of people in the spirit world looking over you and watching out for you darling yeah yeah that makes sense yeah I do uh, and I feel brother is important to you as well yeah yeah okay all right i want to thank you for calling in my darling you have a good holiday and a uh, a really restful one as well yeah don't do too much okay thank you all right all thank right my you, darling. Cynthia. Thank you carol we've got a minute and a half so it's a mini and then we will have gotten to everybody who called in and it's oh karen karen from everett karen say hello to carol bromley you're getting a mini today Hi, Carol. Hello. Hello, Karen, darling. You've got good energy. Where are you from? From the Seattle, Everett area. Oh, North of Seattle. Seattle. Uh, North of Seattle, because I didn't get where you were from. I'm really sorry about that. But, Karen, hey, thank you for calling in. Thank you for connecting to me here, my lovey. Um, I want to connect to the number 11 or the month of November as being significant and important. I also feel um, a man, a lovely man around you from the spirit world. And um, I feel like he would have been in his 50s. I feel like 52 would be important or 1952 would be important. But he does make me feel like he's slick and he is um, absolutely uh, got golden energy. Uh, divine energies as he sets forward you but I feel like it's your purse and uh, I feel like he wants to tell you to shut your purse and stop spending so much as well I feel like he wants to have a little bit of a word with you on the side Karen because it makes me feel like you, you've got too much money you don't know what to do with it darling yeah but you're not spending it on yourself and that's what he, he needs you to do is to spend it on yourself there yeah um, uh, that's it also, oh no, can I just talk about a gramophone 
I think she. I think that Cynthia is. I, I mean, I think uh, Karen's okay. going to have to find you at carolbromley.com. We need oh, to say yeah, goodbye I'm... and for another oh. year or so. Time oh. goes fast when you're having fun. Oh God, I am having fun. I'm, I'm <laughs> Yay! Thank you, Carol, Thank you Bromley, Carol Bromley, for joining us again. What a blessing you are. Merry Christmas and Happy New Year to you and all your friends and loved ones. Thanks for being with us today. Merry Christmas, guys. Lots of love. The preceding audio was via a Skype call.